right, here we go. Episode 12.1, and we have something that we've never had before in the history of this podcast. Actual content to talk about, <laughs> because week one of the NFL season just wrapped up. By the time we are filming this, it is Monday night, so week one is over. But before we get into everything that happened during week one, we will start the show off just like we always do. Sam, how was your weekend, man? Football is back. Yeah, it was it was a it was a fun time with uh, fantasy just getting up and football going and the US Open going. It was just it was a nice time for to be a sports fan. It really was. Like the excitement this week I like I could just at the gym when I was teaching classes and whatnot all throughout the week, like people people were ex- like people were giddy, giddy excited. And that just that football's different. Like basketball Basketball is such a popular sport in the United States, and but football is just – it's just different. And people get excited and get giddy for the start of the season. I was giddy. Um, I, Sunday felt so long because the Raiders weren't playing. I just wanted Monday to come around. Um, it, was, it was an absolute joy to have, have football back. And, man, it was – what a week. What a week it was. Um, at the start of uh, at the start of this season, week one absolutely has a billion storylines uh, that we're going to get to. We're going to try to cover as many as we can in as best detail as we can. But one thing that we collectively, as a show, want to start doing more is kind of talking a little bit more uh, about ourselves, so you guys can get to. For those of you who don't um, necessarily personally know us um, or don't know us that well. We want to share some stories, share some awkward moments that, we, that we've had in our life, some funny stories, some good moments, some bad moments. And uh, so for me, I've got a funny story that I can uh, tell about my dad that I will at the beginning of this show, but Sam will kick us off. Uh, he said he had an awkward, uh, oh, awkward story to tell us, so we will – I don't even know if I've heard this story, so we'll kick it off with uh, Sam's awkward story. I, I don't know if you have. Okay. And I'm going to try to keep it PC – for the younger viewer, listeners at home. We try. So I'll take you back to a time. Almost two years ago. It was April of my freshman year of college. And my volleyball team, we traveled for nationals. We were in St. Louis, Missouri for nationals. The national tournament for club volleyball. The biggest tournament for club volleyball of the year. And it was the Slide last... Flex. Last night of what well, it's club volleyball. It's not really that big of a flex. <laughs> All you have to do is pay to be on the team. You don't even. It, it's whatever. But <laughs> so it was the last night, and me and me and one of my teammates. We weren't usually the last night is like because everyone are done with games, obviously because it's done. So everyone just gets totally shit faced and goes out to the bars and goes drinking and yada yada yada. But me and my, we and one of my teammates, I think we went back and just watched game film because we were, it was a long tournament. It's like a four day tournament where you're playing games every day and it, it gets pretty tiring. And we trying to go to bed early. So we, we watched film trying to go to bed early. And as soon as we turn the lights off and we're going to sleep. The other guy that was rooming with us, we had, it was us two and then one other guy rooming. And this guy comes in maybe 
10 minutes after we were trying to go to sleep. So I'm still awake. And I later found out my friend's still awake. And he comes in with a girl. And we're like, oh, this is this is interesting. <laughs> Just play it cool. Maybe, maybe it'll, it'll all be fine. And then they start. First off, they come in loud as heck. Because they're obviously a little, little intoxicated at this a little point, bit. and we're and I'm just sitting there like I am. There's no way I'm actually gonna go to sleep. This is awful. And then they start fooling around a little bit, which it is dead silent <laughs> except for them. And I swear this goes on for about two hours that I'm laying in bed wide awake. But obviously acting like I'm asleep because I don't want to stir. And then that that to me just creates more awkwardness. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know, if like I get up and be like, hey, guys, can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> but they are going at it for like two hours, it seems like. And I'm wide awake. And I later found out that my teammate that was that uh, was with me was also wide awake. <laughs> so we're both wide awake pretending to be asleep. While this is going on, and it just makes me like realize when you're outside of the realm of dirty talk, it all sounds gross. <laughs> you know, when you're not in it, when you're in it, you're like, "Oh yeah, this is this is fucking doing it." But when when you're outside of it, it's like, "You just said that? Wait, did that just come out of her mouth? Oh my god!" <laughs> and that's the best part. So they finally end. And I'm finally allowed to like sleep in peace. Wake up to banging on our door the next morning. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Obviously, the two in the other bed aren't going to answer it because they're hungover as heck and they're asleep. So I, I walk, I get up and walk over. I look through the people. It's two girls. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. I open it. They're like, um... Is a is a Sam in this room? And I'm like, um, how do you know me? And they're like, um, she went she went to uh, she went back with this guy, and we found out that he was in this room. We our flight's leaving in like 20 minutes, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, there's a girl in here. I have no idea what her name is, <laughs> but she might be the girl you're looking for. So they come in. And this chick is like butt ass naked, and they're like, "Get the fuck out! We're leaving, soon. <laughs> we need to go to the airport like right out." So she, after this one night stand, gets dressed and out the door in like two minutes, and freaking, she leaves her debit card <laughs> in the hotel room with this one night stand, and and. Our our teammate didn't even know her last name. She couldn't even give the front desk like her last name for them to mail it to her. That's how <laughs> that's how like casual this was. And it Surface was just, level. And he is. I don't think he has any idea to this day that me and my friend were awake, awake. that whole time. Well, hopefully he listens to the podcast. <laughs> and I've told I've told like everyone on the team like. Because everyone's like, oh, man, that, that last day at Nationals was so fun. That was, like, the best. And and me 
me and my brother are like, no, that was easily <laughs> the worst night of my life. You know, I can't say that I've ever uh, experienced anything uh, like that where I had somebody else in the room just – I mean, there there were times during during job training in North Carolina where you would walk by and, and you could tell that stuff was going on. But in terms of being in the same room, oh, I couldn't even imagine. That was – That'd be the weirdest thing I, to listen to. There's some grosser stuff that I want to get into, but I don't think is PC on on this Probably. podcast. I might tell you later, Jason. I Probably. might tell you a little later. <laughs> yeah, we'll save it. We'll save it for off the podcast. Um, my story's not nearly as graphic, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but I, I do. I mentioned my father earlier. Um, in a, in 11.3, um, just absolutely throwing me across the living room onto a couch, which I am fine, by the way. I, it's not like he threw me into a, pi- a pile of nails. He threw me into a couch and I was fine. But there was one, there was one uh, other story that uh, was kind of funny between the two of us. I was, I think I was 10 or 11 years old. This is when I was still living in Citrus Heights. I was over at my, one of my buddy's house who lived across the street, literally like four houses down. And he had a pool and him and I were swimming uh, in the backyard. And, and when you're kids and you're hanging out with your, especially if you're guys and you're hanging out with, with one of your friends, you just like, as kids, you wrestle with each other. Like you throw each other into the pool, you push each other into the pool, you fight, you re- it like, that's just, that's just what you do. Like I'm Sam, I'm sure you and Nico did that all the time. Like, right. As brothers. Yeah. I just climb on him and try to drown him. <laughs> right see but still like you guys wrestled and you and you uh and you fought in a in a pool like that's just this is what you did so him and i were him and i were wrestling in the pool just having a good time and our next door neighbor uh his next door neighbor thought for whatever reason that him and i were being attacked i don't know what her reasoning was by what i don't know i, I just I, I guess she thought she heard one of us yell help and we were just being loud. She thought that something was wrong. Were you getting attacked by the pool cleaner? I don't know. Just, <laughs> she was just listening. Like, Help! Help! All she heard was the noise. And I don't know why either one of us would be yelling help because it's not like we were trying to drown each other or anything. So I don't know what she thought she heard. But, I mean, good on It reminds me of the, uh, the, the scene in Step Brothers when they're fighting and – uh, Dale, oh, on the front lawn. Dale, you called, you yelled, or no, Brennan, you 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 yelled rape at the top of your lungs <laughs> in the middle of the neighborhood. I honestly thought he was gonna rape me. I'm not a raper. <laughs> I just looked in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what she thought she heard. Like I don't know what we yelled to trigger her because we didn't yell rape or help or anything. At least I don't. Well, I know we didn't yell Jesus. rape. I don't think we. Oh, that would have been a turn of events. Yeah, I know. I know we didn't yell rape, and I don't think we yelled help. So I don't know what she thought she heard, but I guess good Samaritan, good on her for calling to make sure uh, kids were okay. Well, it just so happened, just so happened that the phone call got routed to my father, who was on patrol that night. So he rolled up to the neighborhood and went, "Oh, I recognize this house." <laughs> And my son is over there. <laughs> so he goes over to the lady's house, asks her what was going on. And then he tells – and then she tells her, she's like, yeah, what, I, I wasn't there. But basically just telling, her, telling him that, hey, I think these kids are in trouble. So my dad's like, okay, I got it. So 
walks over, opens the back door, comes in. My dad comes in full uniform in the backyard. My friend's parents are in the backyard. We're all there. Uh, me and my buddy are there. We turn around. And I was like, hey, dad. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was like, what's up? <laughs> I was like, what are you, what are you doing here? And he's like, somebody called the cops on you. <laughs> and he he explained the whole story he's like yeah they they thought you were being attacked we were like what so yeah so the one time actually there was one other time that uh, somebody did call uh, a cop on me but that's because I was working out and I was dragging a tire in the street somebody came around the corner in their car and said it was a disturbance in a road in the road and then a cop drove up to my house my dad walked out and was like is it because of the tire and the cop was like yeah my dad goes, okay, we'll move it. Cops like, thanks, and drove away because he knew it was a dumb call to be responding to. Um, but the one, but the one time uh, the cops got called on me, uh, it happened to be my dad that answered the phone. So, so officers have to reply to every call, I, no matter what. I believe so. Yeah, like even how outlandish it may seem. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, if if somebody calls 911 and there is an officer in the area that can respond, then they're going to go. Gosh, that must be a tough job. Well, you can talk to him about it. I tried. For those of you guys that don't know, well, Jason's dad is the scariest human being alive. Not true. And we were driving to uh, their, like, annual camping spot. And I think I was trying to make conversation, you know, being like super polite. And I asked one thing. I asked, what's the difference between a sheriff and a police officer? And that was the the foundation for a conversation that lasted the whole car ride. Yeah. I have never, never heard your dad talk that much. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, my dad talks like he's not like he's, he's a person. He's probably the funniest person I know. Like he he's a person. Except, except when he guilts me because I stay over because your mom asked me if I want to eat dinner at your house. Well, hey, he likes making fun of you guys. He makes fun of me. He makes fun of Natalie. He, that's just he's, – he's good at it. <laughs> uh, but it's all in good nature. He does like you, I promise. Yeah, I'm sure it's in good nature. It's in good nature. So that was a little insight into uh, Sam and I's well, – just, just some stories uh, – from Sam and I will uh, we'll try to incorporate those throughout the show. That went a little bit longer than I think either of us anticipated, but you know what? They were uh, they were two good stories. So yeah, there was at least one good story. Oh uh, yeah, mine. Um, and mine was P, uh, uh, PG. Actually, mine was G. Yours was like I NC. kept it. I kept it, bro. It could have been worse. My you want fa- me to go full fledged? You want me to go Deadpool rated R on this? My favorite part of your story was you dropping three f bombs and yet no, saying, only one. You dropped three. I counted, and then saying catching yourself and going saying heck like three other times, like you were. No, it was once. I only dropped one f bomb. You dropped three. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes, you dropped three. Well, just give a uh, give a four forewarning. In the description of this podcast. Forewarning. Well, you know what? Uh, speaking of forewarning, I'm going to forewarn you guys about what's about to uh, come up next because I have a listen up real quick. 
that I'm going to do, and uh, it's going to go pretty quickly. I won't spend too much. I won't spend too much time on it. Uh, At least I won't spend like ten minutes on it because every single radio show, sports radio show in the entire world, has touched on it. And Mr. Big Chest. Yeah, I don't want to drown you guys in this information because a lot of you already know what's going on. But as the resident Raider fan, um, I will. uh, I will give a quick, quick thought on the whole Antonio Brown thing. But quite frankly, I think everybody uh, in the world is done. Talking about given it. a thought. Exactly. Um, I think everybody in the world is done talking about it, and we're going to be the only show that uh, just talked about it for about three minutes and does not spend an hour and a half on it. So here's my quick listen up. I was very, very vocal about this to Sam and people that I knew. Antonio Brown was not a part of the team in my mind until he set foot on the field and played in a Raider uniform. He was never a part of the team. So him being released, uh, he was, in, like I said, in my opinion, he was never part of the team. So I really don't care that he's gone. Quite frankly, I wanted him to be gone uh, as soon as that confrontation with uh, Mayock happened. Secondly, I think it's freaking ridiculous that a player gets rewarded, gets rewarded for acting like a complete and utter clown. I can't even think of a – there was so – everything that happened to Antonio Brown, the foot thing, his fault, the helmet thing, his fault, getting fined, his fault, posting the fine – on social media, his fault. The confrontation with Mayock, his fault. He acted like a complete child, and he got rewarded for it. And I know that that's the way that the league is set up. You knew. You knew. And everybody was joking, joking around when, they, when the Raiders released him. They were like, everybody, including myself, was like, you watch. Watch. He's going to go to New England. Out of all places, he's just going to end up in New England. Watch. And guess what happened? He ended up in New England. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That somebody is it ridiculous? Can, yeah, it's in it's it's no, I mean, like, seriously, the fact that somebody can get rewarded for being such a freaking baby about about everything that went on uh, in Oakland is insane. And I, man, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want Antonio Brown to like, I don't want him to get hurt or anything. But Whoa. no, no, no. I don't want him to get hurt or anything. I would never wish a player to get hurt, but I hope he has a horrible, horrible year. And I hope he gets a reality check with everything that's gone on. I hope Belichick slaps him around because the difference between Antonio Brown and his teammates and everybody else, the difference between Antonio Brown and his teammates is nothing. They're football players. They put on the same Jersey and they play for the same team. They're the same. He's not bigger than his team. He's not bigger than his teammates. He's not bigger than the organization. He's not bigger than the NFL. And he needs to stop acting like the world revolves around him. And the fact that he did and got rewarded for it is beyond me. So, Antonio Brown, I'm glad the Oakland fan base started the FAB chant because I'm glad you're gone. Seriously. I don't want that sure type of listening. player. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure he's listening. I hope he, this gets out to him. That'd be I, huge I, for us. I hope it gets out to him. But, seriously – like I said, I don't want you to get hurt. I would never, ever, ever wish for Antonio Brown to get hurt. Never, never. But I hope Bill Belichick slaps the crap out of him and tells him to just stop. Just stop because that's not going to fly in New England. It won't fly. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So um, I'm glad he's gone. I don't want that type of energy in uh, the Raiders locker room. So Antonio Brown, have fun in New England. I hope Belichick and Brady just beat the crap out of you. So 
that's my little listen up. Sam, if you've got anything else to say about Antonio Brown, you can say it uh, real nope. quickly. But all right, nope. cool. So we're done. Let's yep, move on. We're done. No more Antonio Brown for the rest of the show. It's it's funny because now all I have the image of is Belichick inviting Brown into his office for the first time. And he's like, sit your ass down and just slaps him. Give him a nice backhand. With, with the Super Bowl rings. With the hey, Super Bowl. You, see, you, you see these? You, you see those see imprints on, on your face? Yeah, you have none of those. Yeah. You mine, bitch. You <laughs> mine, AB. Yeah. You see Tom? Tom's just over there with, with Belichick's hand up his ass. Yeah, you see him? He's one of, he's one of my boys. You got to be one of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Belichick uh, has ever said anything like that in his life, but it is a good image. It is a good image. Um, so that's my, that's my little uh, listen up. And we will, uh, before we dive into next episode, we will give a quick recap of the first week quick. of the NFL season. So it'll, uh, we'll do a quick recap. And then uh, in 11.2 and 11.3, we'll do a, a bit of a deep dive into some of the games. So uh, Packers-Bears, Packers won, Chiefs-Jaguars. That game uh, started off close, but, nev- but towards the end, Chiefs kind of blew it open. It was 40-26. to 26. Valcons, Valcons, wow. That was I mean, kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Falcons-Vikings, 28-12, to 12, Vikings won. Uh, the Titans and the Browns, my favorite uh, thing that I heard coming out of this weekend was a quote from Trey Wingo about the Titans and the Browns. He said the Titans thunder-punched the Cleveland Browns, and they did, 43-13. to 13. That was What gonna, is thunder-punch? I don't know, but it sounds awesome. I would Why is a, that your favorite quote? Because it sounds That's awesome. That's a sorry-ass quote. Nope. <laughs> thunder-punch? Is, is that different from a lightning punch? Speaking of sorry-ass, <laughs> the Dolphins got bludgeoned. By the Ravens, fifty nine yeah, to ten. They're going zero and sixteen. Fifty nine to ten. Players are asking their agents to leave Miami. The Bills somehow pulled out a win against the Jets, even though the Jets were up sixteen to zero. The Eagles upset alert, but did not get upset by the Redskins, thirty two to twenty seven. Rams barely hung on to beat the Panthers, thirty to twenty seven. Seahawks same thing, barely beat the Bengals, twenty one to twenty. Chargers Colts game was really interesting. But the Chargers were able to pull it out in the end, 30-24. to 24. That was an overtime game. Giants-Cowboys started off kind of slow, but then all of a sudden the Cowboys decided to just blow up 35-17 over the Giants. 49ers also pounded the Buccaneers 31-17. And speaking of pounding, the Patriots absolutely thumped the Steelers 33-3. to Ouch. Lions and Cardinals were actually the only tie this weekend. It was 27 to 27. Kyler Murray brought his team back into overtime, but could not pull out the win. And then today's games, the Texans Saints games, which the last 50 seconds of that game was absolutely insane. But Saints ended up winning 30 to 28. And then the Raiders beat the Broncos tonight, 24 to 16. In terms of our picks from last week, Sam and I both picked the Bears. We lost that pick, so but that uh, evens evens us out because we both uh, picked the Bears and the Bears lost. Same thing with the Browns; we both picked the Browns. They well, lost. just go. So we both picked every game the same, except for the Bills and Jets and Falcons Vikings game. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to next. The so the Falcons Vikings game and the Bills and the Jets game we both differed on. I picked the Bills; they won. I also picked the Vikings; they won. So I am one to know. Heading into week two. So that was a quick recap of Stupid week one. Jets. Why did I root for them? <laughs> Who would, who's a Jets fan? Why? Yeah, I know. 
I know. And the, what the word the worst part about that was is that the Jets kind of teased their fan base. It was like, oh yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna win this game. We're gonna be good this year. They actually looked good 17. though. They did. They did. But we'll get into that um, at eleven point two. That was a quick recap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, eleven point two, twelve point two. We're on episode twelve. We have actually Nuts. made it to episode twelve. I know, right? So we're gonna, we'll get into that in twelve point two. That was just a quick recap of week one, and we'll do some deep dives uh, in twelve point two. So thank you guys for listening to this episode, and we'll be moving over to the next one.